Okay, everybody step up to this. Okay, everybody step up to this. Sing my song, step up to this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you are now rocking with the worst. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. This is the early afternoon episode of the worst case scenario. And, um, worst or nots, I am your host, Falio Iglesias, Punani DeFranco, Elon Muscular, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the Dime Store Crime Lord, the Subwoofer Drug Pusher, the Boulevard Undergard, the Archduke Depeche Mode von Luftballons, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. And uh, rocking with me as usual is my man Adam Strange, nope. Tooth what? Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, Infidel Castro, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. I'm like Robin. Hell yeah, you are. And that could be Robin uh, Banks. <laughs> no, I meant like you're Batman. No, I no, got it. You were Howard Stern, actually. I oh, know. I was that Robin. Shit, That's actually that, what I was thinking. Yo, when I said dude, it. we should be Batman and Robin Quivers. <laughs> She would just chirp in every night, Batman, you're not going to get away with this. You know somebody did get away with it back in 87. <laughs> you're kind of starting strong. I love, I, she's, she's one of my favorite people in the world. Like, I don't, I don't like Howard Stern. I never did. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. He's, he, can, he can be himself. I don't care. He's not right. part of my world. But he got millions and millions of dollars for basically doing this. Yeah. And Sirius XM isn't even like a serious company anymore. I'm sure they still exist, but who fucking cares? I'm not paying for radio, jackass. Right, no. but I, w I will tell you this. They were like, what if we had podcasts that you didn't get to choose and you paid for them? Well, no, but this is kind of the... And they were all Remember, awful. they started way, yeah, way, I know. way before podcasting. I know. Um, that, that fool was getting kicked off the air in the 80s. Um, no, it's like this. There's a lot of radio out there. You know, it's free. And that market's dying, but what if we sold it to them? Yeah. Like, newspapers. Right now, they're dying, but what if they were five bucks? What if we increased the price? And we made it horrible. Um, no, but this is what I would say. Like, I was never a fan of Howard Stern's show, per se. I have heard moments on there that were really funny. Uh, Topper was a big listener of uh, the Howard Stern show. And so, on tour sometimes, like, we'd listen... And don't get me wrong, there was definitely some moments because like Artie, Robin, there's some, yeah. there's some people on there that are really funny. I personally don't really uh, cotton to yeah. Howard Stern. I don't, but, actually, um, I don't usually care about his interest and the things he's talking about. So that's the thing. It'll be like 45 minutes of shit I don't care about. Well, and also shock jocking is yeah. not like it's over. it's not thought provoking to me. But um, but my point is this. Uh, before this was just like an hour long podcast and we used to do a two hour radio show like once a week and I had to like you know kind of like you know scan the internet for possible topics of conversation and you know find some music to play for it and da 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 all that shit um I didn't now granted he was obviously getting paid copious amounts of money and we were doing his yeah. volunteer shit so mm -hmm. there is a difference there but at that time we were doing one two-hour show a week and I, I didn't find it to be terribly easy you know the shit didn't write itself kind no. of thing you know yeah. but uh even for an off-the-cuff unscripted show like yeah but um this dude was doing i think four hours a day yeah. five days a week yeah, that's, that's that's impressive dude. yeah so like whether you like his material or not the fact that that dude could spin plates for 20 yeah. hours a fucking week now is there would crazy. be you know a team so he he didn't just Absol he, didn't, no, he absolutely. didn't have to research shit there would be an outline in front of him of things he could talk about if he needed to and guests that get yeah. booked and, and yeah. millions of dollars that's like yeah. he, he got 50 million I think was the, the when he did the Sirius XM thing yeah when he switched to them but that's what I'm saying Robin just was a co-host I wonder how much because she, she she had to get over a million I'd say for that when that switch happened I would think she probably got four or five yeah one would one would hope because she you know she moved with him and that's yeah like and just her job is like all she's got to do is react you know 
Yeah. She ain't got to research. She'd just be like, yeah. I mean, I think Artie probably got a bunch of money, too. I, I can't remember his fucking last name. Lang? Lang, Artie Lang. Then he died, right? Then he died. He had, like, he had a boat about, he had a book came out about, like, it's sad being a comedian. I'm depressed. Then he died. No, I think Artie Lang's still alive. No. Look it up. That would be important like, because honestly, he was a funny fucking comedian. If man. I move my phone, it'll fuck up the charger. He definitely. Oh yeah, that's true. You do have a bad charger. Um, yeah, I don't. Let's not get stuck down this rabbit hole. Let's move on to topics. Um, <clears throat> so Danny Masterson found guilty. Yeah, I knew he did it. Hide from a uh, fucking you, you, no. Like, did you listen to any of the? No, he's still stuff? alive. I yeah, feel bad now. Yeah. Artie Lang. Yeah, yeah. he's alive. <laughs> Sorry, Artie. Yeah, like like I said, I wasn't a super big fan of, of the show, but I, uh, Artie Lang is a comedian. is really funny. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me turn off this air conditioner. Yep. Anyway, yeah, Danny Masterson. Fucking, if you saw any of the first trial, you're like, whoa, yeah, you're, you, it seems, like, ah, you know, obviously none of us are there in first person, but it all seems to really flesh out a, a guilty verdict. There, there's one way, and this is like a weird one, but that you kind of know, okay, when it ha- when something like this happens, mm-hmm. like Netflix, meet when they were like, there's ter- there might be something against, he's gone. A corporation has like a team to do op research or whatever. So like when somebody gets an mm-hmm. accusation, if they stay on the show, Amidst yeah, the applications yeah, and they're wasn't. not fired. Right. Who knows? But if they're fired, like within three days, that motherfucker did something. He did it. And like this, yeah, I, I watch I watch a YouTube show called Growing Up Scientology, and it's a guy who got out. And right. He, now he's got a podcast. He's got like a video pot, whatever, a vlog where he keeps up on Scientology shit, and he's been covering the trial like in depth. And this dude mm-hmm. is hilarious. He's a funny guy because he'll he'll get something wrong or like mispronounce a word, and he's like. Oh, sorry, I grew up in a cult. Go ahead. <laughs> and, like, that's just his whole thing is I grew up in a cult. I have no idea what real things are. I've never are. heard that word said out loud. I've only seen it in print. <laughs> and he explains that those kids are, like, it's it's a lot like fundamental Christians where, like, they have no access to the outside world. They don't see books that their parents didn't put in the house. They're not allowed to pick up other books. They're told right. that'll mess with their energies and ruin their life if they if someone even starts telling right, them a story. Like, plug your ears. You, even hearing it will hurt your vibe. But the cast of that 70s show didn't grow up in Scientology. They uh, joined it. No, some of them did. But he, he was there early. His brother was there really. Him and his brother. And his brother was the guy from the we'll older brother will knock him in the middle. Right. They were the, in the, early. Like, the, which is funny. Their families were Scientologists. Like they, Really? They, they're like OG? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but still, even with that, it's like... Cults or not, you know that it's wrong to drug women's drinks. And also, this is the thing. That's, well, that's got nothing the, to do with Scientology. The, they're more about on the cleanup. You know, like, they didn't... Right. They don't ask you to... You know, like, if he wasn't famous, they'd have kicked him the fuck out. Right, in, absolutely. In a heartbeat, but he had a show He was right making then. money. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of that money gets funneled into them. Yeah. But... And they used uh, to buy property in Florida. The point that I was saying about the first trial, because I didn't see any coverage of the second trial, but um, in the first one... Because, you know, there's three different women yep. who the charges stem from. I don't think those are his only accusers. Those were just the three that the they had, uh, that the prosecutors they had enough to bring a case. thought, yeah, could bring the case. And um, But, like, the stories, and uh, to my knowledge, these women, like, they didn't really know each other no. to match stories yeah. up. And the stories are startlingly similar. Yep. And they all involve him basically... I don't know if it was particularly a roofie, but like Cosby and drugging. Guy. Yeah, he, he hit him with the Cosby. But also, uh, at least two of them, I think, he pulled a fucking pistol on, oh. like post rape, and was like, "Bitch, you ever tell anyone?" Like, mm. which is just I, like to even call anything extra after you drugged and raped a person is crazy. Yeah. But it yeah. is that's put you're putting some extras yeah. on it when you're like putting a pistol in their face afterwards. Uh, when you know, from what I recall watching the thing, they were like, "Yo, I was still like in a in a haze from the drugs. Like I wasn't even clear what was going on. Like so to like wave a pistol in my face and yeah. start screaming declaratives of what I need to do, like." Even beyond how amoral it is, it's a weird choice. Like, yo, you're giving instructions and threats to people that are barely cognizant, and you know that because you're the one who put them in that condition, you know? Um, So, I mean, just regardless, he... And again, it's just indicative that uh, regardless of the religion, the cover-up, whatever, it just... He knew that what he was doing 
was absolutely wrong oh, and fucked fuck up. Yeah. Like, he knew that. Yeah. You don't wave a gun in someone's face and, and be like, I'll kill you if you do. And, but, but what happened after the, the thing happened is the girls went to their their church, their community, and were like, hey, oh. went out with David Danny last night and fucking raped me. What the fuck? And they, oh, the right, church was they like, were Scientologists and too. the church said, shut the fuck up <laughs> right the fuck now. Never say that out loud again. You were wrong. You, you understood the situation wrong. And they were like, no. And they're like, oh, and by the way, when you join a church, you sign this thing saying that you, you arbitrate. Yeah. So basically, if you're a Scientologist, and this happened recently, there's a human trafficking case going on with Scientology mm-hmm. right now where like a bunch, when you join their Sea Org, you sign a contract for a billion years. A billion? Yes. You're, so in your next life, you are still a, a member of the Sea Org and you still have to do free labor for them on their boats. On there, they, Scientology has a navy. It's called the Sea Org. Yeah, They've got no, many, many boats. That. Li- uh, that's the part I like about it. Like, yo, the only religion with a navy, that's kind of dope. Well, a bunch of these people. They suck, but like, yo, the fact that they're like, we need a navy. There are four or five people that were in Scientology, okay? And then around 14 or 15, they started working on the boats. And you're doing 10 hours of fucking boat labor a day, you know? So. Yeah, you know, I think you know how I feel about naval supremacy. Once, once they hit 18. Mm-hmm. You know, and then eventually some of them like left the church. They were talking to some legal people and they were like, you can't make children do hard labor for 10 hours a day. And they're like, well, they did. Yeah. They're like, well, I signed a contract. Like, you, you can't have children sign contracts. So, like, yeah, right. Oh, they're like, you were human trafficked. You were yeah. carried around the world to do labor at 13. And they were mm-hmm. home. So 15, they all got together and now they're suing Scientology. In the case it came up with that Scientology, like when they joined, they were like, Scientology's like, well, look, they signed this thing saying they'd arbitrate before court. And since they're already arbitrating, they broke the contract. And the judge had to be like, 12-year-olds can't sign contracts, asshole. Right. Your entire legal, your whole thing, your whole house of cards cannot rest on children signing contracts for a billion years. Yeah, no, you have to know you can't make children work hard labor. So that case is full steam right now. And there's like five people class actioning Scientology for children labor. Yeah. No, I, and it's not It's not just them. Like, uh you know, from what I've read, just NDAs in general yep. are, are kind of falling apart. Yeah, entirely. I said that for years. Like, that's just bullshit. Like, yeah, it's like, it's basically like, first of all, it's like, yo, here's a contract that says you no longer have First Amendment rights. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, there's, there's so many things around what people think. Like, well, I signed a contract. And you're like, yeah, but that's not really a, a real legal thing. Yeah. If you just challenge it, you know, you would probably win. I mean, not always, but I, I think there's a lot more of that than we think. Kind of yeah. like how we, you know, we've had a discussion about uh, what gets passed off as like science in court. Yeah. Where you're like, that forensic, like bite mark science? Like, like that just doesn't feel right to a me. A cease and desist order. Right. Like people seem to think these are like, oh shit, I can't do that anymore. It's like, no, no, no. That person just asks you to stop doing it. That's right. what a cease and desist means. It does. It's not a court. Courts don't issue cease and desist. Right. A lawyer. A, his you lawyer know. did that. Yeah. And even within that, it, in order to get the court to decide whether you should cease and desist, that person's gonna need to have the bag. Yeah. They're gonna have to pony up the money. Yeah. To be able to make the court make that yeah. decision now there's a um i got so i saw this, this guy shared a link and I, I kept the link that's basically if you ever get a cease and desist mm-hmm. it's a cease and desist that his lawyer wrote mm-hmm. on sending him cease and desists <laughs> <laughs> and you send it back to their lawyer and you're like oh touche <laughs> <laughs> seems like we, we can't send him video. please cease and desist your cease and desists <laughs> Uh, but yeah, back to the original topic is um, what I found interesting. Did Ashton know about? Oof. He is a Scientologist too, though, right? I don't think so. I think they were. I think um, I think it was Laura Preppen, the the redhead, yes. hot Donna, yes. yeah, and then the, the the boys, those guys. I don't think anybody else on this show was. See, I was always I think told Kutcher and the other and the, and Jackie. They, they, yeah. they dipped their toe in and were like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. Okay, because I like, had, We're hot. We're, ju- we're just going to go ahead and be famous on our own. Right, we could just do our own shit. Um, th- uh, but no, what I was going to say is my understanding, as much as I cared to understand any of it, like I think I read it in like a magazine sometime, yeah. but that it was all of them except for Topher Grace. And that uh, that's kind of why like... I don't know if it's why, but that they were all kind of all chummy and Topher yeah. was not chummy with them. And that's why he ended up leaving the show like before it ended. And uh, I don't know if that's like 
why he left, yeah. but that he did. Um, and just took, you know, kind of a different path, well, it seemed like. A big thing is in L.A., mm-hmm. if you get there and you're in the acting scene, whenever you're trying to catch acting jobs and right. going to places that actors hang out, you're going to see flyers everywhere and you're going to catch emails and marketing for you want some free acting classes? We have free acting classes. We're going to have these three actors that you've seen on TV there. Right. We're going to have these casting agents watching. So just, just by being in our class, you know, you don't have to sign up for Scientology. We're just hosting it at our building. It's just acting classes. That's all it is. But then they were like, hey, Scientology. You know, if you join, yeah. you'll have access to these people all the time. Yeah, they're crack dealing you. So a lot they of people. first one's free kind of shit. Actually, so a lot of people sign up thinking like, well, I'll just get out once I get a little bit bigger. And a lot of times they do. But the secret that we don't know about Scientology, but part of joining is you have to, like, divulge every horrible thing you've ever done and every secret you have. And if you can't get those out, you're not going to be able to level up to the next level. And then they keep those recordings and use them against you once you try to leave. Yeah, no, they're like... uh, Allegedly. That's not proven. They're like the Fratellis and trying to make you chunk. You know what I mean? Like... They're trying to put your hand in the blender, and he's like, and then in the fifth grade, he fucking made fake vomit and went to the movie theater. <laughs> I felt so guilty. <laughs> like, But also, like, it's weird to fall for that kind of okey-doke because yeah. it's like, how the fuck would these people ever know what I've done and not done? So I can lie about Also, if I have any skill at this acting game I'm trying yeah, to bust into... Yeah. I'll fucking lie you down. That tape was acting. Acting. Now, here's the thing that you don't, that Scientology, people don't know this, but it's it's on the decline. It's been on the decline for a while now. Like, you don't see Tom Cruise talking about that shit since he, like, almost lost his career over it with fucking jumping on the couch. Like, he stopped talking about it in public. Will Smith has not said a word about it in decades. Like... He should bring it up now, because yeah, but he's embarrassed even Scientology all kinds like, of other ways. On the Scientology. But um, it's weird. Like he definitely, it's appropriate that he played Ali because he really can rope a dope some bullshit and drama. Like yeah. his, he, him and his wife, just their business on Front Street, like. You know, like the whole yeah. Red Table yeah. Diaries yeah. or whatever it's called, yeah. and then fucking the, the slap, and then like the cheating with like one of their her son's friends, like. But yeah, Will Smith survives. Well, part of Scientology's human trafficking case, a lot of their like, it's impressive. A lot of their numbers had to come out in Discovery, and a lot of it got made public. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like their recruitment numbers are the fuck down. And I think a lot of it is like in the new age of non-privacy. You know, like, mm. that's the thing is people back in the 50s and 60s, they had secrets because there was shit you could not do and say. You couldn't have a Jewish friend in the 50s right. and keep your job in some places. That's yeah. that's the thing. You know, like, mm-hmm. so people had secrets and especially if it had anything to do with their fucking sex parts, you know, or like their sexuality. That was in the you know, oh, that was yeah. secret. And in, in any overlap of like sex and religion, that's where you're going to get some deep dark. Like now that's it, how like Catholics were, you know, just had an army of pedos but the idea now of like Scientology going to a young recruit and being like we're gonna leak that thing you talking about how you suck dick and the guy's like shit I got a YouTube video essay on how I suck dick what uh, are you talking about I'm great at my that whole shit. TikTok is about how I give out merit badges for sucking dick now how Scientology <laughs> is the he is very anti-gay which you think that they would have like tried to make the move for Republicans in that regard but Republicans are also not into science, and their whole thing is supposed to be like science-based religion, even though it's not. Well, but, it's more like sci-fi. They yeah. should be called sci-fi ontology. We should make a new one up. Be like, hey, it's, we do the same as them, but it's half price. Instead of four grand per level, we're doing two. I think they already fucked up the brand. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's why you make a new one. That's, that's the whole point. That's why that's how like US Max or whatever those new, new shows are working, because Fox dropped the ball. Yeah, you think that's going to work? No. No, nah, they're hurting. That's something I want to bring up. I'm going to switch topics real quick. Have you switch been lanes. seeing Ch-chong. these motherfucking MAGA rappers? I don't know their name. I'm not going to learn it. I'm not going to say it. Oh, uh, yeah. I have seen them a couple times. Fatty ta- fat, fatty face tattoo, weird beard dude. He's got like his beard is like he's got the sides, no mustache, but then he does a square around his mouth. One of the bigger ones. Uh, They're targeting Target. Yo, Target is targeting our children. That's Their new song is how Target is targeting the children because... They um accept, well, there's not they sell just t-shirts like saying there's it's okay like, to be there's, gay. There's like a handful yeah, but, of MAGA rappers. But there's one right now that's been like we we joked about them before when yeah. I saw like one of their old videos. But their new one, it's they're it's called like targeting Target, and it's mm-hmm. it's all about boycotting Target. But they went to a Target 
and they're walking around doing their rapping about how bad Target is because they're making everybody gay, but they couldn't find anything gay in the store to hold up, I guess, because they live in, like, Florida, and they didn't have a gay Target there. So, like, mm. there were these bottles that, it wasn't Moet, but it they was... They prayed the gay away. It was some, it was Stella. They were bo- beer. The beer Stella. Stella Artois. They have these big bottles. They're, like, a large bottle. And oh, shit, I just said it in gay way. And it's wrapped in a rainbow um, foil. That's all they could find. So they're sitting there holding these bottles of beer going, like, look how Target's targeting our children. And I'm like, um... You know that you have to be 21 to purchase those. They're not even in the children's aisle. And then they're walking through the toy aisle. Now, I'll be honest with you. If I was at Target with, with my kid and I'm like, hey, want to get a toy? Mm-hmm. We made a corner and these guys were walking up and down rapping. I'd be like, there's no toys today. Yeah, no. We're getting the <laughs> fuck out of this building. The guy's like, we're going to wash Target in the blood of Christ. And he's saying this while he's standing in front of a board game based on farts. Mm. And it's like, dog, like... I don't it's just this the whole thing is more like they got an agenda they got an agenda about sexual genders mm. I'm like no they don't here's what Target did once a fucking month they get some t-shirts that say it's okay to be gay and they sell them they, that does not in any way make your kid gay it's also super weird just how in general the Republican like viewpoint agenda whatever you want to call it is so un unmoored and untethered to anything that like they were they've always been about like supporting like corporate greed and and commerce and shit and now they're so like oh we need more culture war shit so like DeSantis is going after Disney MAGA rappers are going after Target and it's like yo these are just major corporations that would normally be your biggest supporters and you are chasing them with little recourse you're leaving them very little recourse other than to like well I guess we're gonna donate to Democrats and sell gay T-shirts. Yeah, that's the I thing is like, and that's the thing that's is like, where the money's at. I'll say this, man. Corporations aren't just like okay, private, privately held corporations. They can do whatever they want, regardless of how much money it makes. If yeah. it's your company, doesn't fucking matter. Well, that's what free market capitalism. There's is. laws that if you have stock, mm-hmm. you can't leave money on the table. You right. Actually, yeah, you're, you're, you're that people true, that yeah. buy that own one dollar fifty share of your company can sue you for like. Yeah, they have a. So, so when, when Target and Bud Light, like I said it before, when they made these decisions, they, they got somebody doing math. And it's not just one guy. There's like right. computers, there's 10 guys, and they come in and they're like, well, we've been checking it out. And it turns out that bigots that live in trailer parks really don't have any fucking money. Yeah. You know, so like these guys that are doing the rap song about Target, they couldn't afford to shop here. Look at what mm-hmm. they're fucking wearing. Nah. Anybody with a they Donald Trump t-shirt. clothes. You know. <laughs> you no. Know, is that like these guys, like Kid Rock. How much does he really spend on Bud Light? They're like, oh, he's been getting it for free. Ah. Yeah, he's probably got a sponsor. I got an idea. <laughs> if we just make it gay, we don't have to give these guys sponsorships anymore. They'll just run for the, the hills. Now, Bud Light actually has tanked. <laughs> their, their stock has taken a huge shit. Nobody's buying Bud Light anymore. It turned out that might have been a misfire. Like, they didn't realize that. Right. And, and, but they want the gay audience. They want young people to drink Bud Light, but they don't. We're not going to. Nobody. I'm not one of them. I'm not gay or young. But they're not going <laughs> to. We're not. That's my side. (laughs) No, but also the funny thing about um, the people that are boycotting Bud Light. uh, Like what they don't consider is that they're still like Anheuser-Busch owns so many different labels of beer. Yeah. That probably other things that they're drinking instead of Bud Light is still Anheuser-Busch. So they're still like... Well, I will say Coors and mm-hmm. um, Miller, the companies that own them, their stocks They're have been up. on the rise as Bud has been on the way down. And they, they said that Bud was even like, yeah, we, we knew this would happen. This was, this was all part of it. But well, Bud is kind of like caving to the boycotts a little it, bit. Right, but if you are the type of person that's boycotting Bud Light for that reason, you should be drinking Coors anyway. Yeah. Because you remember, Coors was like, yeah, they were, was the, the official, racist, yeah. yeah, they were the, the official beer of racism. And that's why they kind of disappeared. Like, for any yeah. listener, like, you and I both know this, but for any listener who doesn't know, like, basically, you know, if you're old enough to remember the 80s, Coors was like the biggest competition for Bud. It was, it was huge in the marketplace. And then all of a sudden, in the what, what would you say, mid 90s maybe? It just disappeared. It was, it was, it was, it was the 80s. And it was a 
a document, like basically one of their executives, somebody yeah. who's actually like Adolf Coors, like somebody yeah. named Coors. <laughs> no, I'm not. That's, that's a person. That's a person. I think all the beer companies have an Adolf somewhere, or they're Addy now. They're like, oh, that's Grandpa Addy. Like, no, his name is Adolf. Yeah. You know, but Anheuser definitely has one. Did you think that's because, one. like, uh, it all comes from, Germans like, made beer, beer. Germans Yeah, German and... immigrants made beer. Yeah. yeah. And then when Prohibition hit, they didn't give a Belgians. fuck about our laws, so they kept doing it secretly and had the money. <laughs> but the Coors had a, a, a corporate document, and it said something about, like, it was basically like, Bud is winning with... with Latinos, you know, with and with mm. black audiences, and they were like, God, we don't w- fucking want them. Why would we want? And I think yeah. he said beaners was like the, the term beaners might have been used in the actual corporate document, but that document leaked where they basically I want yeah, to say use the N word and some other shit. stuff, yeah, and then yeah. that was it. Lefties and blacks and brown people for the majority stopped drinking cores in the eighties. Smokey and the Bandit. It doesn't mention the cores boycott, but the whole point of that movie is going to get cores, and in the first yeah. ten minutes they say. Like the, the, the beginning, the beginning of Smokey and the Bandit is a, a cop pulling over another trucker. They open the back of the truck; it's Coors, and he's mm-hmm. like, "You know, you can't bring Coors past the, the Miss, west Miss, of Mississippi, yeah. that, or it's bootlegging, or east of Mississippi, That's bootlegging. Right, sorry. And then four different times they say that term before the movie starts. I, they don't say why, but right. they say Coors don't come over here. Yeah, no, and I, I've never understood why, but they act like there's a law. The premise yeah. of the movie is that you can't bring cores east of the Mississippi. Yeah. Like, it's made in Colorado, and it has to stay west of the Mississippi. Yeah. So, And I've never fully understood that. Are you saying it's because of the boycott? I thought so, but now that I'm saying it out loud... No, it can't be, because that wouldn't be a law. And no. also, Buford T. Justice wouldn't stand by a boycott of people for being racist, because he's definitely... Buford T. Buford Justice, T. Justice didn't is give a super racist about what was in the truck. He wasn't chasing he wanted the, band the truck. He, he was chasing that man that disrespected him and that woman who left his son at the altar. The truck just was insequential. Oh, happened to be there. Oh, I forgot. Sally Field definitely. Yeah, remember that his his deputy son is with him the whole time. Son, a, he's still wearing a tux. Old, yes, because they left there with. How could I possibly forget that he is wearing a tux the whole time? I just see. Yeah. Sorry. That's but yeah. Also, like Sally Field, who are you that you were gonna like marry Buford T. Justice's son? That's weird. Yeah, she was a dancer, and she just happened to be dancing her way through the, the South. And yeah, yeah, no, that's weird, man. Um, I mean, definitely with no southern accent. It, it feels like a level up from there, and you know, certainly is to be the bandit for a while. But like, you don't marry the bandit. No, that guy's going to fuck to jail sooner or later. Well, also, even if he doesn't, things don't work out well for like the bandit if he if he doesn't no. die young. Yeah, <clears throat> like anyone in. With an alias like the Bandit, or who's living a lifestyle akin to the Bandit, yeah. shit don't end well for him. We like if know. he doesn't like fly off a cr- cliff in a car crash, like that's a best case scenario for him. You don't want to age out of being the Bandit. No, you, he would. He As would, someone he would, who goes by the Jerk, haul, I can tell you, you haul, don't want to age out. He would somehow get involved in hauling cocaine, and either oh, get he, shot or somehow maybe re- he's smooth enough that he might retire. He could get away from a from a cartel. I don't see that happening. He's just smooth. If anybody's going to, I don't. He ain't in number three. You know, it's Jerry Reed, and he's got to do a run by himself with somebody else. And I want to say, like, I want to. I I think Sally Field drives a car. I don't know. Somebody else drives a car. I don't know. Sally Field's in Smokey and the Bandit three. Right, but also you might have just actually proved the point. Like Burt Reynolds was smooth enough to be like, nah, the Bandit. Eased out the game, baby. Yeah. Pablo was <laughs> he, like, "Kill him," and he was. <laughs> he touched. He touched it, and he eased on out. I know you're thinking about killing me, Pablo. <laughs> yeah, I just. But I uh, think I can get that load to Mexico in two hours. I don't feel like Sally Field was even in part two. I don't know. I know that there was an elephant in the truck. And a bunch of girls. It was like an elephant and then like a team of cheerleaders who were trying to get away from somebody. Something like that. It was like a team of hot chicks and an elephant were in the no, back of the I, truck. No, I know that like every successful Burt Reynolds vehicle that does like well, um, the succeeding uh, fucking sequels or the proceeding sequels uh, get stupider and stupider as they go along. Like make no sense like cannonball run 2 it's like yo it was but already that, a goofy thing but that but, still that wasn't 
technically. That was a movie that Burt Reynolds guest starred in. It wasn't technically a Burt Reynolds movie. I it mean, seems it like was, it in memory because he was the biggest at the time. Right, but it's it's an entourage. But movie. the people who made that movie, mm-hmm. they he he was replaceable utterly to them. Like they were like, get two people to do this. You know, like. It, no, but it's like him, Jackie Chan, there, there's somebody, Dom, No, him and Dom DeLuise. DeLuise. But there's somebody else they wanted first, and, and they and went. those movies are what made the two of them a couple. That's you know? a, yeah. But like that's. They were, I, I, I just watched a documentary on like the real Cannonball Run, the Gumball, and then like all the yeah. the actual races. That, I only just found out that that was a real thing. They don't happen anymore, but somebody told me they do. No, no, they don't do it. Like, here's what it is: there's a record, mm-hmm. go for it. That's the Cannonball Run now. It's not like we're all leaving New York on Saturday. It's here's the record. Get somebody to te- to somebody official to be with you at the beginning and end. And, you know, so like well, who can be official? Um, there's like a Guinness book, dude. There's a gumball and a cannonball association. There's record keeping blocks. There's basically a guy that worked at car and driver in the seventies who still mm-hmm. lives in New York mm-hmm. and you call him and you're like, Hey, come down to the hotel and watch me leave. Take your time. You know, you can't really fake anything after that. Like then the same car. Right. Cause you either end up and in now, New York, uh, and nowadays under got, record time, there's you GPS. Don't. So they, they toss, you know, you're, you're live streaming the entire thing. You're going to show people how you made it, you know, like. It's you know live, or it's it's live streaming but secret very kind of secretly. doper but like yeah but then you but you're snitching on yourself the whole time yeah. like but and the time is you so can't think low. there's not like a a law enforcement arm that's like looking for yeah but that they hide that, they hide yeah. that's the thing is you know how many live streams right now are illegal <laughs> that's true like hundreds of millions right, of people it, are sm- just smoking a bong on a live stream in a state they're not allowed to while somebody's watching and giving them super right chat but we also talk all the time about how there's like so many people who like do money phone on instagram or like you know like that basketball player was it J.A. Moran or whatever his name like just like flashing guns yeah. on TikTok and you're that, that, nah. just always getting caught for like oh I, even fucking I mean with, and I, with this one though if you were to get caught later mm-hmm. that would only lead to your picture being in advertisements in Car and Driver magazine yeah it's like, like one of the good problems you would get fined mm-hmm. for speeding and it would probably be huge but like whatever car you drove yeah, that company will probably pay that fine for you. That's true. And it's usually like Lamborghinis have done it twice. Really? And then um, is that like who's made it? Because I always thought Lamborghinis no, were I like a show pony. The one right? holding it now is something different, but it's been like, nah, it's Lamborghinis where they just gut the thing and then fill it with gas. And that's been the big mm. one. Vans won in the beginning. It was always super like V8. You were vans. telling me that recently. They had I all just... the gas and didn't stop. Or no oh, just bigger gas tanks is what did it? Not somebody else figured out later, like that in most places in America, if you call in advance, you could have a guy with a tank of gas on the side of the road ready to pump it into your car. Like Southern States, as a company, has trucks full of gas that they will bring to the rest area. You mean actually the store, su- Southern States? Yeah, yeah, like the company, like which the, it are located generally in Southern States. Yeah, but uh, yeah, coincidentally, ironically. Um, yeah, the SS logo don't fly it, up north too hard. It's not too, mm, gonna tell you, it's a tough room. <clears throat> um, no, that's uh, surprising to me. But you were saying that, like, what, the numbers are so low that, like, the times yeah. are so low that people don't try it anymore? Yeah, I want to say it's, I don't like know. How, it's how? less than a day, I think. It's something Less crazy. than a day. There is no fucking way that anyone got across the entire continental United States in less than a day. Like three days would be super impressive, and also twenty five hours thirty nine minutes no as of twenty twenty one with an average twenty twenty so with an recently. average speed of one ten, average speed of one ten. That means they were going like one eighty or two in some parts. In some part, right? But the if yeah, if your median speed is a hundred and ten miles an hour, you are knocking it the fuck down, bro. No. Does it say what vehicle is that? The Lamborghini? I'm not, I'm, I'm opening it. That's I gotta find insane to me. 25 hours. And Arn Toman and Doug Tabbitt doesn't say what kind of car it is, though. I'm sure it's somewhere in here. I'll find it in a minute. But Oh, list of records. But I know that um one of the last ones that won, like an, when they had a group going across, mm-hmm. the dude figured out in advance, had his, his path made, like when he would be arriving in these areas. And he called like as many people he could that had airplanes. Mm-hmm. Or like he would call every single local airport. And, right, he and had, had a, he, he had, had a support team, and he in had place. people in the air where he'd pull in on the seat, be like, "Okay, you ready? Okay, good, go. Tell me if there's a cop. 
going 120, boom, and then he'd have somebody in the air looking for cops. No, and and that makes a lot of sense because honestly, it's it's almost like how you know a Mercedes AMG, twenty fifteen Mercedes. That's the little sporty one, right? AMG. I have no idea. I think I know what that is. I'm not a car guy though. To have sixty seven gallons and eight hundred horsepower. Damn. Police scanners, CB radios, thermal cameras. A lot of them. Bring thermal cameras, thermal in, cameras, or night vision oh, goggles. Oh, because they're going to cut be... their headlights once they hit the. Um, yeah, desert. yeah, going to disappear. That's, that's crazy. Yo, that's a real thing. When I was in um, the Looney Bin, when I was a teenager, one of the dudes I was in there with was uh, in there because he got caught running stolen sports cars to Mexico, like as as a hustle. Like he was employed by. a uh, like a organized crime group that yep. did that, and I know that it was real because, like, y- like when you're in the loony bin, you have to do like group therapy, and they don't really like let you lie about what you're in there for. You know what I mean? And uh, but he said that's what they would do was like through the Texas desert back when it's obviously pre nine elevens in the eighties, so the borders were a little looser. But um, yeah, they would be driving shit like you know Ferraris or. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck, but high-end sports cars, but they would cut the lights off and the, and it's, you know, desert yeah. highway, so it's super dark. But he said they would give them night vision goggles to like basically like, yeah, do 110 and even if the, you pass a cop, your lights are off and you're already doing a buck 10 by the time they get out the gate. Before COVID started, I did not even know this. The record was like 28 or 29. It got broken like 5 times during COVID. Like everybody was like, oh, oh shit, no the country's on empty. The Let's do it. And then like four or five teams wow, all went for it. Oh, the COVID ball run. Somebody had an Audi 8, an A8 that was um made to look like a cop car. Basically designed it up to look like an inter- a police interceptor and just did it in a cop car. That was, that, that, yeah, that adds what, some, could some Audi levels. Could actually look like a cop car? I mean, not an American cop car, but. It was disguised to look like a Ford Taurus <coughs> police interceptor. Oh wow! They put a fucking new body on that. The whole bitch, new probably. shell. So really, the, just the engine was the Audi. The entire trunk was a was a uh, you know sixty seven gallon fuel tank. Well, is that just the maximum that you can adjust some shit to? Is a sixty seven so. gallon? Or? Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Huh? Because that does seem like a fucking lot. What's a regular gas tank like? Fifteen gallons or something? Because that's. I mean, and yeah, I was going to say it's excessive, but it, it's not if you're trying to break the like yeah. land speed record to get across the yeah. country. That's That seems appropriate. Um, but yeah, that's honestly, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a car guy, but I'm pretty fucking impressed. Yeah. I'm not doing it. 20, no, of course not. 25 hours because like, yeah, there's a lot of reasons not Pissing, to do it. But you, you know all your piss is still with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's all the like Gatorade I mean. bottles and on the floor and shit. Yeah, and like, I got a shit. Be like, well, I brought nose plugs. Yeah, no, like, that's, yeah, you're not going to be able to like shit for 25 hours. Some people, that's normal for them. Not for me. Yeah, guys in the front seat are like, you still have your pants on? <laughs> no, but you know there's not like guys in the back seat because no, like maybe no, you have, have two. If you're lucky, you're, you have switching. a Sally Field. They're, they're switching. They have two people. One is always watching and then take naps. Right. They switch, you know. I also assume that like they're doing crystal meth the whole time. I'm sure or something similar. Like not even cocaine. No. They, they're in they're the like 70s, they're in the 70s. When they invented this race. I'm sure yeah. that cocaine had it was a huge part of the cannonball run. For sure, but also like I feel like crystal meth is while I've never really done it per se, I feel like yeah. It's it's really the way to go over cocaine because like you know with coke like Every 30 minutes yeah, to an hour, depending on how good your coke is, like, you're going back to the well on that. And then, like, your your shotgun guy is spending as much time shoveling key bumps yeah. up e- each other's nose, like, yeah, no, you, as he is, like, looking at an actual The hits GPS. last longer, that's for damn Yeah, like, dude, I bet you if you leave L.A., shovel one bump of crystal meth into your nose... You're probably in Colorado before you need another one. You know what I mean? Also, it's literally called speed. Yeah. You know what I mean? You are probably gunning that thing. Like, granted, different drugs have different effects on different people, but I feel like meth is one of the more consistent drugs in uh, 
making people far more aggressive, awake, and willing to do and blah fuck shit. blah blah blah. <laughs> they never shut the fuck up. Every idea is fucking genius. Which similar to cocaine. So, so you, Both, yeah, absolutely. So you got any other any other topics we should, um, we should hit up before we? Oh yeah, I got a good one. Do you? Well, I mean, go with it. Okay. It's not really a good one, but stuff I've been learning lately. This is something that's important to all of us. Because mm-hmm. I am personally dealing with, I want to say I've made this term up, but adult onset allergies. Mm. Like, I never had allergies. And all of a sudden, as of late, no idea. Like, everything. I did not realize that, like, okay, tree jizz. That's what we're talking about here. Yeah, the cum trees. That's what, No, 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 no. Just all pollen is mm-hmm. basically male trees being like, I'm going to jizz Wait, every... trees aren't male or female, are they? Yes. Really? Yes, they are. I, I did not know this, but yeah, trees are sexed. I mean, I know plants are, you know, like weed is, at least I know that one. Okay, but, that's true. I know that, yeah. But, okay, so when you plant female trees mm-hmm. in a park or whatever, mm-hmm. they will, they, they, they throw off seed pods. There's more work to it. Mm-hmm. You, you have to like clean more and rake, like treat rake under them. So for the last 70 years in America, whenever like a park's open or somebody's planting trees, mm-hmm. companies that make trees are just like, let's just do mail. We'll just, we'll just do mail. So trees are mail. And they can, other trees will eventually catch their jizz and make new seeds and it'll go around. But when a park is planted, mm-hmm. they only use male trees. When they're doing it in the yard, so like newer areas, if the, if the park was planted and it's a newer park, it's going to mm-hmm. have 10 times more pollen than like, or twice as much pollen as a regular natural selection park would have. Or like the forest. The trees kind of half and half. Mm-hmm. When, when they when people plant the trees, they're all male. You know, unless mm-hmm. it's like an orchard and you're, you you want the females to make the fruit or whatever. Like it is. there's a motivated reason. Yeah. Okay. But so for some reason, America has been making extra tree jizz by planting male trees, and that's the thing that like even this stuff is like it's not even and a weird thing too. If you were a baby and before three, if you lived on a farm, mm-hmm. you probably don't have allergies. There's this thing they just recently discovered that before three, because you're not around these super hyper male yep. pollinated. You got you live with three kids. Parks. The eldest probably has allergies. The youngest probably does not, because there was another kid bringing home germs before you turned three. Oh, so they're almost like inoculated by the treaches of the elder children. Yep. And it's the immune system. Like your immune system, if if it gets more tests be- oh, I, before three, three I and four, how it works. then it'll figure out. Oh, that's just pollen. It doesn't do shit. Let it through. Right. Where a lot of times your 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 body becomes this bouncer where it's like, I smell pollen. Quick, inflate the nostrils so that they close. You know, like swell them up, swell them up. You know, I I only developed but, allergies but it, uh, in the last like four or five years. And mainly, it just thinks Fucking it's something else. Sucks. But your body's making all this snot and shit to fight something that it doesn't need to fight. It's not going to hurt it. The pollen can just pass through your system, as it does with many people who don't have the allergy to it. You know. Mm. And, and then also on top of that, when that's happening, of course, it's going to fuck with your sleep because you can't breathe right. It's going to fuck with oh, your yeah. whole body. Like your quality of life is versus tree jizz. Yeah, I already have to sleep with a CPAP. The last mm-hmm. thing I need is my nostrils clo- closed up. And that that's just, it's just crazy. Like, so people don't, it's, it's just a really weird, like, disease that doesn't make sense. You know, like it doesn't need to be bothering you. Your body's defending against something that it doesn't have to. And that's the actual ailment. <laughs> right is 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 your immune system acting up but, but i mean that's that's like a lot of things like cancer is that way basically it's your immune system attacking its own body and then a lot of times like people with allergies would tend to catch covid more because your body's like so busy fighting everything else like you know if the bouncers are so busy you know fighting all the friendlies out yeah. they're not going to see the bad guy sneak in or whatever right. and it's- like that was a very rudimentary analogy, but it's effective. And just treat, just feel the fact like you're that speaking that, to like, every man right now. That there's a chance that I'm not sleeping good because of tree jizz. <laughs> yeah. It's because of tree jizz. No, I actually, um, I was in a relationship with someone who had very bad allergies, and I did not have them. And then when we broke up and she left, suddenly I had super yeah. bad allergies. Yeah. All my records are gone, but now I got hate. Yeah, like I'm missing my favorite t-shirts and now I'm allergic to grass and my own dog. Like I feel like, you know how like people get certain things in the divorce kind of thing? Yeah, you like, yeah. you left me your allergies in the divorce? Like that's fucked up. And that, that's honestly petting my cats is like how I kind of figured out I even had allergies. Cause like, oh, this happens when that happens. You yeah. know, like I didn't know. I haven't had a doctor be like, this happens because of this happened, you know, like. Yeah, no, it's pretty shitty, right? When you find out that, like, your beloved pet is like, oh, I'm allergic to you. But I've 
I was like, I guess then this is just snotty nose shit I have to deal with because yeah. I'm not getting rid of my dog. No, I take a Benadryl now, and that's the thing is I don't want to fucking take chemicals for it. They need to figure out how to reset our genes and work. They won't. Uh, I know that's that's scary. I don't know that that's know. better than just taking some Benadryl. No, I know. I don't know what the the downside of Benadryl is yet. I'm sure I'll learn it after I take a couple hundred. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's probably fine. It's been around quite some time. A lot longer than, like, gene manipulation therapy, I'll tell you that yeah. much. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, we gotta be quick. Oh, shit. I'll fix that in post. Anyway, um... The last fun topic I think uh, we can uh, close it out with. Uh, 84-year-old Al Pacino demands DNA test after impregnating his 29-year-old girlfriend. Like, first of all, fool, you're probably right. But, second of all, you're dating a 29-year-old at 84, dude. Go fuck yourself. Like, it... Well, he should've. Like... (laughs) He could have saved. Now he. What could you possibly have in common with, yo? You're fifty four, fifty five years. Well, he has she, older she than this chick. Likes like stuff, and he has lots of money. So there's a compatibility. Right. So there. then, how is he not gonna fall for the okie doke? Like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna get pregnant and. Well, yeah. that, no, that's the thing. Is like, well, they were probably fucking. That leads to pregnancy. Like, number one, I hope it's his, and that she right now, like. You know I'm not staying with you now. Now that you've accused me of this, I'm going to take your money and leave. Yeah, that's... Because that's what I'd do. I wouldn't... Somebody was like, we're going to DNA test. And I was the woman. I'd be like, you just say I cheated on you, motherfucker? Because that's what it sounds like you're saying. Yeah, that's pretty common. You, you accuse me of cheating on you, then I'm going to leave. I just... Listen. With your money. Here's Here's my hot take. And I feel like... Everyone knows this, but it's just not commonly talked about. But, like, Al Pacino has made maybe two good movies in the last 30 years. Like, his run... his which ones they are. His, Angel, Angels in America. He It's not his movie, yep. though. Yep. That's an entourage cast. Have you seen that one? Hoo-ah! Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, no like, basically yeah, everything after Carlito's Way. Yeah. Is trash. It's the same guy who fucking like yeah shouts for no reason. And you're like, dude, what kind of accent do you want me to do? They're like, none, none. Al, I hired you to talk like Italian guy. Nah, you just can't. I be a Puerto Rican. But even that, like, even Carlito, he's he's starting the shouty guy phase. Yeah, but it's the first one, and also that movie is kind of buttressed by. Possibly Sean Penn's greatest performance as Kleinfeld, his lawyer. I don't Yo, it. I, was, I remember it, but I don't remember it. Dude, it's a tremendous movie. Also, um, uh, Manuel Guzman is, or no, Luis Guzman, excuse me, yeah. Luis Guzman. Um, also tremendous in that movie. Also, John Leguizamo, tremendous in that fucking movie. Like, it's just the bench is deep on that movie. Um, and. So, because it's the first time you see shouty guy Pacino, yeah. I feel like you're like, oh, okay, he's, that's the character. But then after that, it's like, son of a woman, and then every other fucking, the yep. guy from Heat, like, the, he just starts shouting over you in a scene. You have to be, like, an aspiring actor. You're, like, so stoked to be in a scene with Al Pacino, and then you're like, oh, he's just, he's just shouting over me. Yeah. You let him do all the work. Lift this scene. I'll just sit here and get that check. I, I, I okay. The Godfather. I give him that. No, I mean you his know? early work is amazing. But honestly, like, you could just swap him out with with young Matthew Broderick, no, dude, and it wouldn't be much different. No way, dude. Yo, Dog Day Afternoon. No, just, yo, you've never watched Panic in Needle you've never Park. Watched, like fucking Godfather One, and been like, damn, he looked like Matthew Broderick in this movie. Like they actually made that movie where Matthew Broderick is marrying. Oh, him, the freshman. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because of the joke that he looked. That's it. That's the whole thing. It was like, damn, I did not like, know that joke, but in retrospect. Not joke, but when they made that movie yeah. and they had, I want to say Brando was in it, wasn't he? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that was supposed to be like a callback to be like, he looks like Matt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I didn't know that, but um, but I will say I don't disagree with it. But but that's it. I don't, what was, I'm, I'm just not, I've never been a big Pacino fan. 
you know, like I don't, I never liked Scarface. I never understood the, <laughs> the attraction to the movie. I, I always like, thought like, well, this is a bad movie. This would be like a great movie to break down how you fail. No, I like the movie Scarface, but I do agree with you that it's like just overrated. It's like hero worship. Um, when you kill a drug dealer, you normally just get all of his clients in business. Well, normally the the next his other people would do that shit and you have a war you know all right so and we've had this debate before but the shortened version of it i would say is that uh there was you know because originally brian de palma who's the director who's credited as as the director didn't start as the director it was originally oliver stone and as with everything he does like brevity is not his strong suit like he they were like, yo, you can't make this a six-hour epic that people are going to be in the theater for. Yeah. So they fired him in the middle. And so I think probably there were some plot points that were supposed to be in there yeah, no, that sure. get edited out. No, th- you know? That's the, the first time so, I watched it as a uh, you know, young adult. Yeah. It was the first montage. There's like a montage where it's just like, He's just like, oh, cocaine? And then all of a sudden, oh, now I'm rich with cocaine. And there was a yeah. montage. And I'm like, you, you you, skipped out a lot of, like, the actual nuts and bolts of del- sell- selling drugs. You know, like, there's there's actually, like, right, interesting but, parts of this story that I'd like you to dip into a little bit. Right, but I but I don't think that that's really the job of the movie. I think that it's like, well, no, it's if thing. you wanted to show, like, they didn't have, like, the availability for, like, an HBO series at the time. But you know what I mean? That's that. where you show no, that. But that's, no, but that's not, the, okay, I didn't need to watch that movie is a movie about a guy that's jealous that his friend fucks his sister that's what that movie's about more than drugs part, part of it you know it, that and then about a guy who's crazy and likes to torture people like it's not a, so much about if you, if you well, took no. all the parts about selling cocaine out of it and they'd be about 15 minutes where I thought it was a movie about selling cocaine wait are you talking about Sosa when you say the guy who likes to torture people Tony doesn't like to torture people well no but there's just that like that I mean it graphic, happens okay sorry graphic violence mixed in with Right, but you know that that was happening. Like, have you ever yeah, seen the no, documentary totally. yes. Cocaine yeah, Cowboys? Totally, totally was. Like, and that was that happening was like seen, at the time. Yeah. No, like, I, yeah, but like particularly Colombians versus Cubans, they were going at each I'm other really say hard. That the reason that the the sister love story thing is even in the movie so much in the second half is because Oliver Stone probably didn't have that in there so much, and maybe the guy finishing the movie was like, Palmer, yeah. people understand jealousy." I don't. Know, I just didn't like the movie. I'm gonna just go <laughs> stop there. It's just there's so many things about it that it's and it's more the love that other people give it that makes me like it even less. Right. I think you're. Yeah. I think you're being antithetical. I think a which, lot of which people, is fine. Like I, I have that reaction to a lot of Scarface. people. And here's the thing, I do like the movie, but I do think it's a little um, overblown. It's a little overworshipped. Like there's other Pacino movies. Like I think Dog Day Afternoon. Is is a cooler movie, yeah. um, and also even like even though in Heat he's the shouty guy, I think it's a shit ending, on but on what was pretty much a great movie, um, but yeah, like and honestly, probably my favorite uh, Pacino movie is Carlito's Way, and I think it's the last really great one that he did, other than years later, he um, he plays Roy Cohn. Oh, you know yeah, the yeah, actual yeah, Roy yeah. Cohn, who, uh, but Roy Cohn at the stage of his life when he's dying of AIDS yeah. in Angels in America, and it's just, it's a, I gotta tell you, it's a phenomenal performance that I wasn't expecting because he'd only been doing the shouty guy for so long, yeah. but um, he plays opposite Meryl Streep, which. What I didn't realize before I watched the movie and I had to look it up was like, you know who like the Rosenbergs were? Yeah. Like, so the people who, um, you know, basically got executed for treason. It was a, a Jewish married couple that gets executed for treason uh, for selling secrets to the Soviets in, was I think, like late, during the McCarthyism yeah. era, whatever that was. But, um, you know, and supposedly they really did that shit. But the thing is, is that, you know, Roy Cohn was also Jewish, also gay, persecuting every, you know, kind of minority social group that yep. he could get a hold of. You know, he was basically McCarthy's right-hand goon and a motivating engine of that. But then, you know, he in the 80s, he ends up dying of AIDS, and that's a big part of what Angels in America as a movie is about, is like the Reagan era's 
blind eye towards yeah, yeah. a the AIDS epidemic essentially. But like uh, Pacino plays not just Roy Cohn dying of AIDS in a hospital bed, so he couldn't really be the shouty guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. But he acts opposite Meryl Streep, who, as we know, is a goddamn national treasure. Yep. But she's playing the ghost of Ethel Rosenberg. So, like, he, he's just hallucinating some of his worst transgressions while yeah. Meryl Streep is like, yeah, you got what's coming to you, motherfucker. <laughs> and just sits, she sits in uh, his, ho- uh, not hotel hospital. room, but hospital room, um, as if, like, the way a loved one would to, like, watch over someone yeah. who's dying, but it's really just to take just great relish in in just like oh yeah this is the worst thing and it's happening to you finally anyway that's my Pacino rant yep. uh, which had nothing to do with him impregnating uh, a, a young a 29 year old yep. at 84 Alec Baldwin's having kids like every 5 minutes just chiseling away at the Baldwin fortune yeah, One but it doesn't get it all. He's like, if I can have fifteen more, then they won't grow up spoiled. Right, but if he had, he already had so many brothers on his tit for so long. You know what I mean? Like, you got to think about how rich, famous, and talented he was. Because I think it's a mix of all of the above. That they let like four or five other Baldwin's yeah. act that are none of them are good. Yeah, none of them are. good. No, I think it's it's just a it's just just funny. Like you got to imagine the rich people's kids. Especially when they're in their, like, 20s and 30s, and then their dad's like, guess what? I just married a fertile 25-year-old. And they're like, oh, fuck, man. There's only $25 million to split up. Fuck. It's just, it's just also such a... I don't understand what... Like, I understand the physical attractiveness, attractiveness of someone, you know, much younger than you or whatever, but, I, but I'm just like, yo, mentally, like, what the fuck do y'all talk about? When Rupert Murdoch married the, his Asian wife, they had two kids, and then all of a sudden, because remember, there's the whole succession thing of the, right. the Mur- Murdoch children. Those two girls are not mentioned in that shit because they got in a weird divorce, and nobody knows what happens. They just mm-hmm. know they might have gotten physical, mm-hmm. but it might have been that she beat his ass, but we don't know what actually happened. And then all of a sudden, they were divorced. She was gone. She got a huge payout, and that payout, part of it was like, the, the girls get this much money, and that's it. We're done. There's no more. You know, they don't get the, oh, it's they, like a one and done yeah. payout. And they were like, "Here's your section of the fortune. You do not get it when he dies." And they were written out of the out of the will for that. Hmm. But then he married Jerry Hall, and then out of nowhere, like texted her and like, "We're getting a divorce." You know, eat dirt, nah. Oh and man, just divorce right When you end it over text, you're a dirtbag. I'm sure it was a fax for him. You know, like yeah, because he's too old to like really text for himself know, like, and stuff. Text yeah. someone and have them bring a fax machine to Jerry's apartment. <laughs> Like, you clearly don't understand how texts work, do you, Rupert? No, I want to send her a fax. I'm old media. This is our second episode in a row where we mentioned fucking... uh, Mail her a a letter. Tell her. I demand it be snail mail. Send send a communique, a smoke signal, a carrier pigeon. Dear Jerry, stop. (laughs) You don't have to say that anymore, sir. You goddamn write it down. The person you that must. reads this will be saying stop. Sir, they don't have more code poles up anymore. Like, you can just phone call. I mean, it's so many things. Send the carrier pigeon. Yeah. I will take the auto gyro to Siam. <laughs> All right, we're closing on auto gyro to Siam? Yeah. Are we closing on me stealing a Simpsons joke? Oh, Fuck it. Was it. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Nobody watches it anymore. The TV's dead, so... Oh, dude, no, no, no. Ever since they put every single episode on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm in. And you know what? Granted, there are eras yeah. where you're like, oh, don't watch, you know, seasons like 17 to 24 or something, but like yeah. like 5 through like 13, yeah. you're yeah. cash yeah. money, baby. Yeah. And uh, also, it comes back alive after a certain point. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, we were closing on a stolen Simpsons joke, so that's what you get. Uh, also, naval supremacy, sci-fi ontology, and uh, on behalf of the podcasting couple, Batman and Robin Quivers, I'm your host, Batman. A.K.A. Valmouth Jerk, Valio Iglesias, M.C. Onion, the Rap Scallion, known to the ladies as a...
a pimp named Sugar Cookie. With me as always, Adam Strange, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, and Fidel Castro. And you have been rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario because two wrongs don't make a right, but three wrongs definitely make a worst.